like you said you noticed like it's just a rule i have kind of maybe it's just a it's clearly an unwritten unspoken about rule but it's just your business is your business yeah and i i it's i'm not one of those people that likes to get curious and ask about people's personal and private matters yeah because it's none of my fucking business so there's yeah. no reason for me to get involved as you've experienced yes so i don't get involved at all unless you want to open up or if you say like hey man i really just hey man you want to like hang out like i've been going through something and it's like yeah dude and then if we meet up i'll be like so what's going on you're right yeah because clearly you're setting up a premise that you have something you want to get off your chest but if you just say something going on or something like that i don't like to be like start poking and digging into it yeah because it's just it's not my fucking business yeah and if you want to talk about it sure but that's you to take the lead on sure it's not me to be like tell me tell me your secrets tell me details <laughs> so what's going on I'm i want to see what's what's I, up in your life tell me I, i'm curious you are so much like that i know you are what and i also am I'm too. So much like, like no what? just like your secrets are your secrets not secrets but like your shit is your shit like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to pry. You can tell me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> up until four episodes ago, I did not know you were raised by an Italian family. And up until like serious? three episodes ago, I didn't know you were Korean. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm just like, <laughs> you brought it up. I'm like, oh, I guess it's Korean. I always kind of wondered. You but did, like, you didn't shit recognize. Your shit. <laughs> yeah, my shit's my shit. You didn't recognize that my last name is Di Tommaso? I mean, I knew. Yeah. I definitely should have known, but I like you actually know. talked about like yeah. getting raised in Italian pasta and church and blah. I was like, okay, yeah, he was definitely raised Italian. And then you said we were talking about kimchi, and you're like, I don't know if it's like some uh, genetic thing that I like Korean food. I'm like, oh, he must be Korean. <laughs> oh yeah, that's something like I also never, I've never done with. Uh, I usually like I've it's, I don't know if it's just a me thing, but um, I, I'm never like ooh like. Oh, you're Asian. Like, what Asian are you? I don't exactly. I don't I'm, give yeah, a shit. I'm the same way. That's why I didn't know until <laughs> after yeah. knowing you for f three years or whatever. More than three years. Yeah, you know me for closer to five. I think. No, I no. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't work at my at job Apple. until like three years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I've started my job. Like, oh my I'm god, I think you might be years. right. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. I'm recently single, which is why we're having this conversation. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's Sorry. actually something that I've always kind of had the feeling of for other people. Congratulations. Where it's always like, hey, that's a good thing. Or like, maybe it's not. Uh. We have a very close mutual friend who I don't know if we want to put on blast on this show. Yeah, but we, don't, we don't have to use names. Yeah, who recently had that. And I was like that sucks but like actually yeah i just did that i just yeah i just to the that. same person we're talking about yeah. you did the same thing you're like hey that's that's awesome <laughs> it wasn't meant to be and yeah. now it's over so you can move on with your life yeah exactly that's kind of how i feel but it's also like so it was it was a very mutual thing it was her like she pulled the trigger and i was like yeah <laughs> well well here, here's the thing like i've never had a real healthy like, this is probably the only healthy relationship, the one I'm in currently, is the only one I've really ever had in my life. Yeah. Um. So every single other one was more like a war mm. uh, <laughs> in just, like, the worst ways of just um, emotionally just not being mature enough. So uh, I don't know what it's like to have a mature and, and reasonable, like, mutual separation. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I, I just wouldn't... I don't know what that experience would be like. Yeah. So 
I never thought I would. (laughs) I always thought it would, A, we'd never break up, or B, we'd get in a huge fight, and then I'd be like, ah, fuck you forever. It would be like the the thing that's going around the internet was the Scarlett Johansson and uh, Adam Driver. What? You haven't seen that? The clip? No. The screaming and yelling clip from The Marriage Story or whatever from Netflix? No. And they're just like, it's just two ex-lovers yelling at each other. Yeah. And he punches a wall, and everybody's like, oh, the acting, and it's up for awards, and it's nominated for this and this, and everybody's just... Yeah, it's uh, if you want, you could come give my parents nominations as well because that's all I heard. What growing up downstairs, so <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Yeah, no, I always thought it would be something. You like haven't that. seen that clip? No, I want to. That's on all. Well, it's, it's like it's big on Twitter. Yeah, and I know you're not as big on Twitter as I'm. Not a tweet I'm huge boy. on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, I'm huge on. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a big influencer. No, I, I, <laughs> no, I just, you're. I just very like on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I, I I just love the fucking comedy. Yeah, because it's got good comedy. Because it's such like my style of this snarky three sentence thing. It's mm-hmm. just mwah, so perfect <laughs> when it's just some sarcastic, dry ass shit that has to be dry because you can't think of it any other way. Because it's just text. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very big on no social media. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Except Reddit, I guess. At this point, Reddit's a social media. It's yeah. just an anonymous social media. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so. Yeah. Mutual breakup. Mutual breakup. Good for you. Weird. It's like more sad than anything else. It's like, oh man. But it's it's we fucked ni- up. But is it nice that you guys can both say, I really truly do wish you the best? Yeah, no. Yeah. We, and we've both met. Like, we're both like, I love you. And it's like. That doesn't I'm, change. I, yeah, exactly. I'm really bummed that this isn't working out. It's just, it's. It's the, not you. It's not me. It's, we're just incompatible. We're just not working. We finally realize that now. And, yeah. And it's like it happened while we were so good too. Like we've been killing it for like months, and then she was just like, "We're killing it," but like at the end of the day, like we're just killing it for now until we get back into those realizations that like I eventually want kids. She never wants kids. I want to get married. She doesn't really want to get married. She wants to like have a wedding, but not be like weird. I I want to own a house like a normal human being. I totally get that. She wants to rent for the rest of her life because she never wants to deal with owning property. I'm like, that's whatever she's also not wrong owning property is a pain in the fucking ass exactly who does it it's there's there's so many i'm never like you're wrong it's just like yeah i could see how why you would want that but i want the opposite you know what that's that's true because there's a lot of things in life that i've come to learn that in a healthy relationship it's communication and honesty yeah but it's also a matter of like there are clear defined things that you can't really change from somebody you know like I don't want kids and my, my girlfriend doesn't want kids. And yeah. because we agree on that, it is super easy yeah. to navigate a lot of things because yeah. her and I are both on the same page of just, no, we don't want, we don't want fucking kids. Yeah, no, exactly. we don't want to deal with that. Or no, we don't like that. We're on the pa- same page for so much that it's, it's super reasonable for a lot of things. It's never a conversation that we get into where it's, well, I want kids. Well, I don't want kids. Well, I want kids. Well, I don't want kids. It's, it's never yeah. this weird conversational uh, uh debate yep you know and i'm not i'm not saying you had that but i'm just saying we like, never did but but that but i'm saying like that that shoe of it yeah it's just dangling it's yeah like, hey it's the kid talk oh look it's a commercial with a family yeah uh, like like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh look it's a movie and it's about a family moment it's just dangling that shoe hangs oh it's getting the threads getting thin yep that shoe could drop and that conversation could happen now it's yep just, her best friend had a baby, so that was a big one. <laughs> Where she also she hates babies and really does not like kids. So so many parts about I don't want to be a parent. I hate babies. I don't like kids. I was like, yeah, you should not be a parent. Yeah, no, I 
I don't hate kids, but I don't want them around me. So <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> we did have an episode dedicated to how you would <laughs> defeat hundreds of kids. Well, in that was because they they started it. Okay, and okay, I'm gonna okay, end okay. It. That's how it happens. Go. They started it and I'll end it. That's what was it. the name of that episode? Was I that don't know. Bear with sharks for arms. Yeah, bear with sharks. For yeah, arms. go listen yeah. to that episode if you want to know what we're talking about. There, it's yeah. an oldie. But um, it's a good one. It's such a good one. It's very good. We it's, talked about one thing for an yeah, entire it, it was, episode. It was fantastic. It was fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, there was that. So her friend had this kid, and she went over to like see it a few times, and she was like, it was cemented for me the second I met that kid. I was like, I want nothing to do with this ever. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then there's just a couple other things. Like when we were... Like after everything was said and done, like I got all my stuff and moved back in. I'm back with my parents for a little bit, which is awesome um you see i'm sorry finish i want i want to say something about that but keep going um and like so, somebody asked me like oh gosh do you have like some friends who are like caught in between you and i went through all of my friends and all of her friends and i was like no we don't really share any friends in common like her friends would come over and be like oh hey what's up oh same here my i would go i my friends never really came over i would go to my friends so like she like but, we have no overlapping friends so that was weird but here's the thing like i i have the exact same thing yeah i have the exact i have friends from martial arts i have friends from hockey i have friends from my music days i have friends from college i have friends from the gym i have friends yeah exactly. i have friends all fucking over the place which yeah i really don't think was a bad thing that was just yeah. a weird thing because i'd always heard about like there's people i know at work who like the half of the relationship works with me and then their best friend works with me but then the other half of the relationship works elsewhere and like this best friend is still like caught in between the two of them and like can hang out with one but not see, talk about the, see, yeah that's weird that's, that's weird. weird and i just figured that always happened so well, i guess I that's like, what i think so here's weird. the thing i feel like that happens to couples that don't have their own hobbies hmm. because the hobby is let's hang out with our friends yeah instead of like what i do with with my girlfriend which is you're going to go watch a movie with your friend. I'm in a podcast with my friend. Yeah. Last night I played hockey with my friends. You stayed home and did what you want. Like yeah. we have very segmented lives. Yeah. Which independent, I, which we both need. Yeah, exactly. Like we're both the type of people where if it was forced all the time. Yep. It's not like we would get sick of each other, but I need to do certain things. Yes. Like, I'm completely the same way. So I guess in that way we were really good. Yeah, that's good. Like, I played Red Dead Redemption online with my friends. I went to go do podcasts with my friends. I went to go play D&D with my friends. She would have her friends come over. She would go over to her friend's house. She would go out to drinks with her friends and blah, blah. That's good. That's so, really good. Yeah, it was really good. So I, I guess that was just weird to me that there is no conversation of whose friends are whose friends. You just go back to your friends that you yeah. brought into the relationship, and I'll yeah. go back to mine. Um, so that's that was weird. for the better. Yeah. Right? Um. But yeah, and then like we've just been really cooperative about like I still paid for my half of the rent this month, even though I haven't been there in like four weeks. Cause just like I know she needs help with that and yeah. like we're still cool. Nice. That's that's nice of you. Yeah. Um to go back to the living with your parents thing, I want to mm. say this though. I think it's cool. I think it's cool as long as it's not permanent, because mm. you have to realize like that's living with your with your parents, living in your family house is a moment in time you can never get back mm. because it's a childhood thing based yep. off of necessity. Yeah. So to go back in a situation, like there's times when I'm at my, uh, my family house and I'm just walking the hallways and it's the familiar hallway I've had since I was a kid. And I just think, you know, wouldn't I almost like hope 
like well, I don't hope, but it's almost just it wouldn't be the worst if I had to live here for a little bit. Yeah. If I just had to I know what you mean. Come back home and it was back to just, you know, the family and I and like I'm here and I'm doing my thing and I'm helping out around and but it's the usual bickering, but it's like that's what makes it a family house. Yep, exactly. And it's almost like that's it's kind of nice because you can never get that time back. And yeah. here's the funny thing. Um, if nobody gets to a situation like you or a situation where they have to move back, mm-hmm. you will never have that time back. So you will age and your parents will age. And there's this closed chapter you didn't realize was the last closed chapter mm. of you guys spending time living together, being a family. Yep. And that kind of reminds me of in a kind of different way. But uh, there's a quote that freaks parents out especially parents of little kids is one day you will put your child down and or one day you will you'll be holding your child and put them down for the last time yeah oh man i'm not even a parent and that's like oh my heart yeah that's (laughs) because like you carry your kid everywhere you're playing with a kid you're picking them up blah 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 and then one day it's like oh you're too fat now (laughs) i can't that's it yeah um yeah what was kind of funny about it though was we broke up on like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Right. And then I think we were supposed to record Wednesday. Well, I was like, pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tuesday night, I, we were talking, like, we were just already having conversations about, like, so what do we want to do? Do you want to, like, live here? Uh, do you want to move back with your parents? I was like, oh, we can play by ear. I don't mind living here at least for a little bit. And if it sucks, I'll move out. And then it sucked. <laughs> like, just the rest of that night, I was like, I can't, like, just still be here. Uh, so the next morning, I, like, packed up my stuff. And I was like, I'm going to stay with my parents for, through, like, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Black Friday, the weekend. So I packed up, like, five days worth of clothes and just went over. I didn't even tell my parents yet. <laughs> and then, like... You showed up. You're like, hey! Yeah, I literally <laughs> was. I, on my way over, I'm like, hey, I have the day off. Uh, I'm on my way over. Who wants coffee? And they all wanted coffee. So I stepped to Dunkin' Donuts. And they're like, what's going on? And I gave my mom and dad coffee. And then they're like, what's going on? And Uh-oh. then I was like, where's where's Abby? <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> and then Abby came up. I'm like, hey, me and, me and Marissa broke up. And I think my sister said, no, you didn't. And I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we did. And mom was like, are you re- are you serious? And I was like, yeah, we broke up. And the fact that I had to say it like four times, it was just, it was like the scene in Goodwill Hunting where uh, Robin Williams is like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. And then he just breaks down crying. I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> it was really? like the only time I've like bawled my eyes out as an adult. I didn't even cry the night before. Like, it was just like, oh man, this sucks. Uh, whatever hug yeah, hug yeah. and then like just sad I not cried myself to sleep but just depressed myself to sleep and then the next morning telling my family five times in a row yeah. <laughs> just oh shit talked through it uh had an awkward rest of the day went out and got some like thanksgiving meal preparation stuff yeah. made some food with the family so that was good and the next day a, a bunch of my big dumb irish family came over and just mercilessly made fun of me for the day for being single <laughs> and it was just the perfect therapy for me like i made fun of myself too oh man that's yeah. the weirdest thing about me is that's the way i cope but no, that's 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 how it is. I mean, brutally I, roasting myself. I don't roast myself. I roast my situation. Like yeah. you should hear the things I talk about myself uh, with my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's almost yeah. It's just I roast myself at work pretty yeah. much with my friend. Uh, the, my per, the my friend that I uh, I stand next to you forty hours a week. Yeah. My friend would just roast myself nonstop with him. Yeah. Just, so I get it. I get it. It's it's so good. That sucks. Okay. So when did they realize you were staying like? long term uh so 
my mom was like, so what are you going to do? Are you going to try to find a place? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, and I was like trying to come up with something. She goes, you could stay here. And I went, yeah, I have a suitcase in the car. <laughs> Did she laugh? <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, <laughs> we'll clean up your room, I guess. Cause they were using my room for like storage and like that didn't go back to the apartment. Like I went back to I like, say you got your move, stuff. move out. Yeah. Yeah. And like that was, it was just like, which that was just the, that was the coolest. My parents were like. Welcome back. Well, of course. Yeah. They're your parents. Exactly. So that was... That Even was if they're... Nice. I mean, unless they're super shitty parents, which because they were like, well, rent's going to be like 800 bucks a month. Yeah, and no. Utilities. Yeah, no. So it's like, no, that's that's fine. That's cool. I um, mean... Yeah. And like, they need shit done. Like, they're just so sick of being homeowners for like 30 years or whatever. Dude, being a homeowner is work. Yeah. So I've, I've been there rent-free and just doing all the shit that they needed to do. That's awesome. Like going through like reorganizing the whole basement and i rewired their whole office where all the internet cables and things were it was a cable management fucking... cleaning like they're yeah. like also keep in mind they have like over 30 years of a full-time job wearing them down yes and exactly just, and then on top of age on top of their concerns about like their kids and their concerns about financial what they're going to do with retirement just yeah for you to go in and just be like, you know what? I'm going to clean the outside. I'm going to organize the garage. I'm going to clean up the basement. I'm going to take yep. care of the storage unit. Just help stuff. them. I'm going to cable manage everything. Yep. I'm going to optimize your electronics uh, and setup, stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. I already set up my mom's time machine backup. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I'm going to make sure that's organized. You know, I'll like reorganize the pantry and yep. the cabinets. Like, I'll sweep every Like, just doing small stuff. Like, hey, if I, for me, that stuff feels good. Yeah. No, it definitely does. It feels great. It's like therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Yeah. And and B, it's a huge help for them. Just, yeah. Just even going through, like, I don't know if it's the attic or the basement for you or the garage, but the place where all the old nostalgic stuff sits mm. and all the old pictures and all the baby stuff and yep. all the, probably all the old, like, mortgage papers and tax <laughs> papers. And you take that out and you, like, say, hey, guys, are you okay sitting down so I can organize this with you and put them in boxes? We can label it mortgage shit. This one is crisp baby <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And put that in a corner so we can have everything segmented. So if you guys end up fucking selling the house because you had a crazy deal with the bubble burst yep, and you guys you need just... to sell, guess what? It's all ready. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, exactly. doing that is not only future-proofing them it's future-proofing you because they're probably going to call you when they need you for that yeah they're probably going to say hey we need help like your father and i can't do this we need help yeah and next thing you know you're in the middle of your life and it's like oh so now all my free time has to go to helping them yeah which isn't okay, a bad gotcha. thing but it is a burden on you that, that's what you meant by future proof i thought you meant like forced job security of like if you organize all their shit they're gonna need you to know how it's organized no in the no, no 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 i mean this is gonna be really uh this is gonna be really uh uh like raw information but just um yeah you're gonna need to take you, you're gonna need to get things in order yeah for yourself on top of for them yeah and if you do it now it it sets up a good precedent for time saved later yeah yeah time saved later and um yeah man so that's good that's yeah. good that's so cool. i'm uh back there how is it being back in your old room do you like it or is it just like whatever it's it's so whatever i forgot how small it was it's on the top floor of a pretty tiny little i don't know what style of house it was i, I was gonna say cape i have no idea if it's a cape um it's but, so it's got like the slanted ceiling <laughs> So like, oh shit! If I sit up in my bed like perfectly straight, I scrape my head against the popcorn ceiling. Oh shit! Okay. Um, and then they put their old king bed in there, and the hat my hat a twin, 
and it was still a small room. So now it's a small room with a king bed. Uh, and that's where my uh, dumb little computer desk is that I've been squanching with you. Yeah. On Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah that, that part's fine. Back in the basement, though, mm, my dad and I put so much work into the making the basement. Is it a finished basement? Cozy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Carpet, like wood paneling on the walls, fireplace, uh, sliding glass door to the outside. So is it a den? Is it's it a, more it's like a man cave. Room? Yeah. It's what? It's the man cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's cool. It's like Red Sox memorabilia everywhere. Oh. Some old skis and like snowboard stuff. Nice. It's cool. It's very cabiny. Yeah, that's really see, that's the cool shit. That's yeah. the cool shit. But I mean, I think your ex girlfriend had it right. Which is ugh, fuck home ownership. Like I, I like <laughs> the idea of home ownership. Yeah. And and equity and what that means for you in the future when, when you need it, just Oh, that oh equity. my god sorry um, so <laughs> vulgar just, all that equity yeah. um but at the same time it's like i've been taking care of of the of a house and it's and it's grounds since i had to in high school just as a chore mm-hmm. and it's like yo it is so much fucking work and i don't need to have another spiel about it like i did last time when i fucking went on a rant about what it means to take care or not take care and future proofing your like your grounds yeah when you landscape and shit but like it's fucking work you know what i mean and it's a pain in the ass it's such a pain in the ass and i love the fact that where i live now nothing nothing is my concern (laughs) like if something is i don't like like the door frame is uh it has a piece missing out front. I just call the owner, the landlord, yep. and he goes, oh, I'll take care of it. And he takes care of it. The other day, it was like like uh, I had like two inches of ice. No need. They'll take care of it. Sure yep. enough. Came by with fucking like like uh, little mini caterpillar like tractors. Ooh, yeah. And they fucking and were breaking up the up. ice with this. Like, <laughs> and they were just scraping it clean. That's awesome. And they just picked it up, scooped it up like... And then it drove it to the side and dumped that shit off. Beautiful. And I was like, cool. I can just stay here. Oh, look at that. I'm looking through my window. Oh, man. It's so cold out there. Oh, man. It's still raining. But boy, would I hate to own a house right yeah. now. Oh, boy. I'm glad that's not my, my pavement I'm worrying about. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to that go was ice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So not being a homeowner, but being the son of a homeowner who's living there rent free. Oh, all yeah. that shit's on me. Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it was so ass. Scraping ice off car windows might actually be my least favorite thing in the world. That is actually I found a technique. Well, one, you buy a frost blocker for 9.99. What's that? Frost blocker uh Costco, please sponsor us. Uh frost blocker <laughs> is a uh is a just like it sounds, it's a blocking system that you basically put this it's like a elastic tarp around the mirrors for the front windshield that prevents frost or ice forming on the front windshield. And then you have two little oh. side pockets yeah. that you wrap on, that you, like, sleeves, you pull over the side mirrors, and you draw, str- like, there's a drawstring. Yeah. You tighten it. And then, yeah, you have to worry about ice everywhere else, but here's the trick. When you take your snow scraper, you know how you have the hard plastic scrapey side? Yeah, yeah. And then you have, like, the bristly, like... The brushes. The brush side? Yeah. What you do is that if it's... The rear windshield, you have to scrape. Yeah, but the side windshields. What I've learned is that you can, for the most part, whack it with the bristles. Yeah. Oh my god. And you hit it, and it bounces, and yep. it, it loosens it. Yep. And if you have like I have, which I, if you, on the other side of the bristles is like a hard little scrapey tool. Yep. And you just like gently tap 
the the glass with it, it chops it up that just chops it up and then you just yeah you just hard scrape it down it comes off immediately the hood of my car and the roof the ice mm, it was like a little bit of snow and then like a half inch of ice of pure ice and then some snow dusted on top of that yeah uh and just using the bristles to just whack the shit out of the hood of my car and the whole hood was like buckling and like boom and it would like shatter the ice everything and i could just with my arm and it just sounded like broken glass falling oh it's so satisfying speaking of did you get the new car yet the new car you were talking about talking about no no that's like after like three or four months of saving it's not gonna be there anymore man what are you talking about oh no not that one the charcoal gray, the 2.0 premium sport yeah. W, uh, not, not WRX, Impreza hatchback with the Harman Kardon premium sound system. That is the car seats. that I'm going to get, but just not for a bit. I need to get my down payment ready. Yeah, and I'm also a, problem one is pay off credit cards, get a down payment. All ready. right, you're still doing that. So probably like tax. I get my yearly bonus from work and tax at the same time. Oh, I wish I knew what bonuses were. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Bonuses or raises. I don't know what those are. Maybe soon. Uh, Maybe soon. So let's go back to squanching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in my my tiny, tiny room with a king-size bed and a desk that is not meant for computers that my new enormous gaming rig and monitor and keyboard and mouse are on. Yeah, I'm playing in, like, confined. So I'm really happy that you said you've been squanching frequently. Yeah, I'm, like like balls deep back into it it's it's different now right (laughs) yeah it's it's, entirely different it's so much better too there are some times when i wish like i'm halfway through a match as like i've been healing a lot like mostly playing support and sometimes like this isn't working like our dps sucks and they're not going to change off of hanzo and widowmaker so that's still a thing yeah and someone just needs to be a may we need like area control and and i'm like nope i just i guess i'll just Stick with Moira. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's fun. It is. It's great, right? I just, I love all the new characters. Well, here's the thing. You know what's really cool? Yeah. Like, I'm in the same boat. I'm a, I'm a main support, like, gold player, right? Yeah. But if I go to DPS, I play with other players that are my rank of DPS. Yeah. So I'm not outclassed. Which is so cool. Which is awesome. Like, when I'm playing uh, support, I'm going to be ranked higher, obviously, because... Yeah. Like, not to brag, but like three out of four games, somebody calls me out on how good I am at Mercy. You <laughs> are like, good. Oh mercy. my God, sick Mercy. <laughs> like, thank you so much, Mercy, for the heels. Insane. Yeah. You're a good Mercy. Yeah. I'm a good Moira. Nobody ever gives me props until the very end when it's like, 22,000 heals. What the fuck? Way to go, Moira. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, dude, for the record, my average healing in Moira is at, at the very least 7,000 per match. Ooh. That's gnarly. Yeah. And my, like, death, like, I die under maybe, like, eight to ten times. Yeah. That was a cool stat. Cause I, so I joined a party once, and the guy said, who do you play? And I said, everybody but Anna. And he goes, okay, <laughs> let me check something. He's looking at my profile. And he goes, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, you're staying. <laughs> and I, and I, so I said, what was it? Like, what was the magic number? He said, your, uh, your kill-death ratio. Or your yeah, like your kill death ratio. Yeah. Or not death. Uh it was like your support assist. No, it it was the amount I died. Oh, and he was like the amount you died per ten minutes. Oh, okay. And I was like, That's a stat? He was That's like, interesting. Yeah, you should go look at your stat. And I looked at it and it was like 
something incredibly low. It was like yeah. 1.77 or something. In 10 minutes? Yeah, it was something. So basically you die once per well, match. Yeah, maybe. it wasn't like that low, but it was pretty fucking low. And yeah. I went, oh, shit. So is that good? He goes, yeah, that's incredible for a support. He was like, the most. He was like, do that. Because he's been, he boots people quick. He was like, I'll, I'll stop booting them so you can check, but check them out. Check out the people that come in and check out how many times they die every 10 minutes. And it's like, DPS comes in like 22 times per 10 minutes. Oh, my and God. Like, nope, goodbye. <laughs> boop. <laughs> like, boop. I was like, don't you care about everything else? He was like, not really. Because if they don't die often, that means they're paying attention. Yeah. He was like, I don't care how much damage they do. I don't care how much they shield. Because guess what? If they're not dying per, per 10 minutes, that means they're they're actively aware of their situation. Yeah. And that means that they're trying. Yeah. I think that's why I'm good at support. Because when I play, I'm better at just so like with mercy it's just i'm constantly looking around like who's the lowest percentage wise yeah not lowest lowest like if a tank is halfway down but he still has 400 health but there's a a reaper that's taking 50 points of damage so he's at 100 i'm healing the tank first so it's like zoop 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 and always like constantly getting him up and i'm like evenly getting him up and flying back and forth i'm so much better at don't die rather than kill <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just just running for my life, <laughs> just standing behind Reinhardt's and Divas. Like, I've literally gotten good enough where I'm at the point where I was like, okay, there's three enemy DPS that way, and I'm healing the Diva. I will position Diva in front of me, and just, like, so many things. It's it's really fun. The thing that helped me with, because uh, I'm a Moira main, is that yeah. I played so much Junkrat mm. that her heal ball and her, like, suck ball yeah. is uh, her sucky suck. <laughs> is suck ball. her suck ball is is just the bounce it's if you know how to bounce it right like i know how to bounce it so it will just bounce between the team like oh, four it's, times yeah, it's before nasty. it diminishes or leaves so that entire also i learned because there's no ammo if you always like use your destroy hand yep. at all times yeah you're always trying to regain your like your heal, heal spray yeah yeah your heal spray so i'm like that's why like i average at least double digits every single match yeah. as heals because i'm just fucking nasty at it yeah i'm just also like i always say it you probably heard it i don't know if you ever play with me as support but i always go hey other support i'm hanging with the tanks mm. because i can just blast because they need the most heals exactly and I can just fucking feed them Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. Like when uh when you follow a Reinhardt when it you see a Reinhardt charge and there's like four enemies, I'm like, I am following you and yeah. just charging up my ult. Yeah. And you just hold it on him and you're like Yep, just keep going, keep going. And <laughs> you can see it go down. Swing, swing, keep swinging. It's keep like swinging. This, I have I have not let go of the heal button for fifteen <laughs> seconds and I'm still healing. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time when I ult too. When I ult as Moira, I go, Reinhardt, get ready to swing. He's like, what? Just start swinging when I say swing. Okay. <laughs> like, I use my ult and I just go, swing, just swing. I just keep it on the whole time. You You're just, invincible Whoa. and the people around you are just dying. Yeah, exactly. He's like, just <laughs> yeah. go for it. Moira's, Moira's ult is really cool. It's fucking sweet. But you know who I really like too? Mm. Baptiste. He's really good. Because I love the medium range I can pop, pop, get. Pop, pop, and pop. then if I need to, I can like jump out of danger, land into the thick of it. Like, heal everybody with a blast, yep. throw up an invincible shield, get the fuck out of there while I'm shooting everybody back, and then yep. I'm back at medium oh, range so out of danger. It's it, that, That's the thing that helped me out the most with that game as a whole. Once I realized, like, you can't play every character at the same range, yep. which, which everybody gets sucked into, 
Because the second it turns into a melee, everybody tries to like group up and kill in the melee. Yeah. If you just maintain your distance, yep. that's where you're most lethal. You play where the character is designed to be. Yeah. Playing. You stay yeah. at medium range or long range or short short range. Like. Yep. You fucking you fucking crush. Yeah. Fucking crush. Well, I- I'm super happy because I've been also telling you for a while now that Overwatch is different. And you should come back to it. Over a year, you've been telling me. Yes. <laughs> and you know, you know what it took? Colin. <laughs> Colin to be like, okay. Really? Like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> really? No, I don't know. I think it was just peer pressure Good. of me saying, me finally after a year having a reason to be like, oh, I shouldn't play Overwatch in Hong Kong. <laughs> somebody else is like, I'm in. I'd be like, oh, well, if you're in, uh, I guess I'll, I'll try it out too. And No, actually, you know what it was? It was the new rig. I needed uh, something I already had to test out my new right, rig, right. and I played I, one round of Overwatch, and I played Ash, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm back into this game." <laughs> Ash, Ash is good if you can aim yep. at all, which I've been getting really good at because I've been playing a lot of Baptiste. Yeah. Oh, she's nasty. Yeah. She's fucking psh, nasty. Psh, psh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, and her uh, her abilities are so cool. Yeah. Like the the blast, the, the knockback. Yep, I booped somebody with her, which is so cool. Like I oh, just dude. somebody near the edge, just boop. <laughs> I've seen her boop like four people. Yep, on Anubis, and then uh, her like bomb that sets you on fire. Yep. When you get hit with that fire, it's horrifying because like, oh my god, am I gonna die? Am I gonna die? Am I gonna die? The damage <laughs> lasts for a while. Yeah, it's not a short amount of damage. And dude. then, oh man, her the speed that she can fire when she's not scoped is crazy. So yeah. you can just be like pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And then when you are scoped, the damage it does is insane. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. And then she's like she's a new bay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Just tattoos, platinum hair. Platinum hair her is a gravelly th- voice when she sounds Bob, do <laughs> something. <laughs> the platinum hair is a thing. Um, I'm it is definitely a thing. It is I am into it. <laughs> But it's a thing that I've seen like around a lot. Yeah, which is like a, 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 it's cool. I don't. It's like, oh my god, you look so old. That, that's what I mean. It's like, it's like I don't understand. It's like it's such an old look. Why is that a thing? I, I don't know. Have you ever seen a twenty-year-old gif gilf? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course I have. Yeah, I don't know. No, it just looks really cool. It's uh. I don't know. It's like the new colored hair. Like, oh my gosh, she has blue hair. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, true. Except true. I was never really into that. Blue? The, yeah, that, just like funky colored hair. Besides I... like pink, I think. Pink? Yeah. Uh, X had uh, pink hair for a while when you first started dating. It was, mm, I was into it. Yeah? Yeah, it was like the uh, pastel, like pale pink. It was cool. Okay. But mm, platinum, that's my new jam. Platinum new jam? Oh my gosh, yeah. Good to know. Yep. Good to know. Speaking of rigs, uh, you can see the bed is full of components. Yeah, computer um, parts. Yeah, so <laughs> taking was, a nap in the bed that's in this room. Yeah, so I was telling you uh, before we recorded. Um, so long story short, I was at a uh, like a work dinner. Yeah. Um, with everybody, and we were all talking about gaming and console versus PC and rigs and who's running what. And then two people piped up and said, "Oh, hey, we're selling our old stuff. You should buy my old stuff, Dubs, because you should." get into pc gaming more yeah instead of playing off of your hot potato yep <laughs> and i was like all right how much and they were throwing prices and i was like ah now there's if i'm gonna go into a rig i might as, well, might as well just spend all the money on it right like i might as well really do it yeah so i forget who brought it up but somebody said hey i'll just give you because <laughs> it's collecting dust i'll yeah. just give you um 
I think it's my it was my coworker who said I'll give you my two video cards. Yeah. They're like 70 they're like dual 760s or whatever and I'll give you those, those and you can crossfire those. They're uh GTX 760s? Yeah. Um and he was like here like you can crossfire them and you can get semi okay performance out of it. And I was like sure dude I'll I'll take them whatever. And then uh we were, I was talking to Scammon over the weekend and I was at a christening. I was at a christening like a brunch after christening. And I'm eating, I'm having some coffee and I'm texting around with scamming. I forget how the conversation got there, but he said, Hey, here are some keyboards, uh, that like, you know, Jason and Ian have, if mm. you want to know the price for keyboards. And I said, I'm not paying over a hundred dollars for a fucking <laughs> keyboard. Yeah. He said, okay, fine. And he saved, sent me the link for this. He's like, this is a good one. It's 50 bucks. Yep. I was like, Oh shit. Buy now. Okay. <laughs> I bought now pick up. I was like, pick up in store. Cause yeah. it was right down the street. And I was like, okay. And then, like, he was like, all right, cool. And I said, yeah, I'm going to get it. He said, all right, cool. And then an hour later, I sent him a picture of me in store with it. He went, oh, shit, so you were serious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I told you I was going to get it, so I got it. I've never known dubs to not be serious. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, oh, okay. And then, um, so this is all for, like, Call of Duty. Yeah. Which, and that's what it was. The big catalyst was we were talking about Call of Duty. And I was talking about how I didn't want to play Call of Duty because i would get squashed as a console player mm. so then the conversation was well just get a mouse and keyboard hook it up to your xbox you can play um you can play cross platform with us with like your your pc setup yeah and i was saying that's a good idea but uh like it's not it's gonna be weird to sit there in front of a giant 55 inch tv with a mouse and keyboard on it like a like a like a tv dinner table. like a tv dinner table <laughs> playing like all oh, i said on a couch that's yeah. just not ideal and that's when it turns to, well, let's just get you a rig. Like, you should build a rig. And I was like, I'm not building a rig for one fucking game. <laughs> bottom line. That's because bottom line, that's what it is. Because they're yeah. like, well, what do you play? I was like, Overwatch. Like, what else? I was like, Overwatch. Nothing else. That's the <laughs> only thing. That's why this, this pot potato has been working for since 2013. Yeah. Because all I play is the, like this one game. Yeah. I don't need anything else. They're like, well, you know, if you had like a bargain rig, you could play it from a computer standpoint. It would be marginally better than a console. Because I was like, aren't I just making a fucking PC rig with the Xbox if I get a keyboard and a mouse? Yeah. They're like, yeah, to a degree. And I was like, and isn't the new console systems basically like mini PC rigs? Yeah. They were like, yeah, quite literally. So that, that was the big that was the big talk. Yeah. The big discussion. But long story short, now people are donating donating me things that they're not using. So I yeah. have two video cards. I have a monitor, <laughs> a uh, 1080p, 144 hertz monitor. And Which then, is awesome. Yeah, and then I'm going to be getting, apparently, possibly uh, a, a power supply from somebody. Mm. My, my friend at work today, we were walking back to our cars. He goes, I think I have a power supply just sitting around in the basement. <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, yeah, I'll just find it and I'll give it to you if I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. So what, you need a motherboard, CPU. RAM. RAM. Oh, and you said someone's going to hook you up with RAM probably, right? Yeah, so um, Colin. Yeah, Colin was like, I think I have old RAM. I think I have like eight gigs of RAM or something. Yeah, Colin. Yeah, I was like, okay. Like so, it's. I think it's turning. I personally think it's turning into this fun project for people to get rid. Of. This is like a recycling <laughs> opportunity. It's like, can we really Frankenstein a computer with all of our different parts to yeah. dubs and see if it will work and like have him recycle it for us and use it? Redubs, reuse, recycle. <laughs> yes. So that's where we're at. So I'm super excited about that because. Um, 
it's very kind of everybody. Yeah. They, they, I didn't ask them to give me their stuff and they just want me to join them. And it's very nice of them to be inclusive. Mm. And, uh, I gr- granted, I know they're not giving me like crazy equipment, but I don't care because it's the kindness and yeah, it's going to be a free, decent gaming computer. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm like, I offered, I was like, how much do you want? I mean, they can also just take it back. I'll just give it back to them. Yeah. They're like, can, actually, I'm going to, I have somebody who's going to pay me money for this thing. Can you give it back? Yeah. Here, just take it. I yep. It's, it's fine. Because if I have it or don't have it, I have Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on my hot potato. Yep. And unfortunately, I have Call of Duty on the Xbox. Yep. Which is taking fucking forever yeah, to, to install. Download. <laughs> it required 150 gigabytes of space. <laughs> and I have a That's CD. Crazy. Are you just downloading it? Or did you, no, did you get I a disc? had a CD. And it still needs 150 gigs? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's insane. I can't even play the fucking campaign yet. <laughs> even though the campaign is downloaded, the multiplayer shit is downloaded, everything yep. is downloaded. This final package, this final 96 gigabyte package is downloading for it. So I launch it, and it goes, oh, you can't play anything until it's conti- until it's completely finished downloading. That's so weird. And it's like, go, go fuck yourself. I just want to <laughs> play the campaign, man. Play PS4, and I hope the next Xbox... that xbox series x adapts this as a feature where it if you're downloading a huge game they made the downloads in a way where it downloads like the first hour of the game first and then you could hop in and start playing and it's downloading the rest in the background that's very smart super smart you can start playing in like five minutes yeah um yeah that was cool um i'm really excited for you that's gonna be really fun have you ever built a computer no yeah it was stressful i I was gonna say i'm I've taken enough apart and put them back together where yeah. I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, you you get it. And I think I've been way more stressed about the car repairs I've done. Yeah. Where actually, yeah, you have that like mentality. You could do it. It's gonna be oh, a piece I don't. Of cake oh, for you. I know I can do it. It's I'm not that concerned about it. I'm concerned about like because it's so Frankenstein. I don't know yeah, if anybody's verifying if like. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that like is that board okay with those cards or, or not those cards, but like that CPU and like. Does it have those kind of RAM slots? And you like, could do uh, go to PC Parts Picker and just put them in, and then just plug in all the things, yeah. and it'll give you a, an error message for all the incompatibility. All things at the are incompatible with each other. <laughs> Warning: Do not build this computer. Do not do this. You will blow a fuse. Do not do this. If you if you click buy now, we will need to send police to your house. Um, so I'm excited. That's yeah, cool. I'm excited. Um, um, speaking of excited, yeah. It is the week before Christmas. Oh, my God. Speaking of excited. Speaking of excited. It's also the week of Star Wars. It's the day of Star Wars. The day of Star Wars. People are listening to this right now who have already seen Star Wars. So, with that being said, let's talk about the fact that I'm still successful. And you're blackout. And I'm blackout. You only know. <laughs> so, hold on. Do you remember the name of the movie? Yes. Okay. Did you see or hear it? anywhere besides me when i spoiled no. it almost immediately god oh, well, damn it well no like you mean you mean before or after 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 yeah well yeah i began to like see it pop up see I, the name pop i saw up the name there. pop up okay yeah but like i just hope but that... here's the thing if i i wasn't trying to hide the hide from that anymore i think if i knew that that was still a thing oh you would be i would be like you would unplug your internet <laughs> oh, I already, I've been off of Twitter for 48 hours now because I heard there was a giant leak 48 hours ago. Huge leaks. Yeah. So I just stopped. I just, yeah. nope, closed it. I'm very scared. I, uh, today's my Friday because I took tomorrow off because I it. can't be in the office with people who have seen it. <laughs> I have tickets to see it IMAX Monday, 9 a.m., oh, front middle row, 
with hopefully nobody else other than like retired people. That's so good. Because there's like there's only like eight to ten seats total that have yeah. been sold. Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's the only way. I'm seeing it uh, Saturday. This is the way with my dad and my friend. Nice. I'm very excited. Oh, um, oh. oh JJ, save us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're excited. Of course. Are you, are you like nervous? I'm nervous. I'm nervous that it's gonna get spoiled before. It, no, you know what I'm really nervous about? Yeah. I'm really nervous that I show up on Monday and it's full of fucking people. That's like, I'm really nervous about that. I don't think you understand how much I hate humanity. I don't think you understand. I definitely get that. It's just, we have such different movie going preferences. I want to go opening night with a packed theater filled with Uber fans. Fuck that. And just the cheering and like the The booing and everybody talking and clapping and oh yeah, I I knew that. And ruining that's, the magic no, of the movie. No, that's part of it. That's no, part of fuck. the magic for me. We're very different. We're yeah. very different. I need to have the movie experience for my for me. Yeah. This is for me. You would prefer to just watch it alone. But that's only for... Yes, but that's only for these movies. Yeah, big like, special ones. It's not every movie. It's like, you want to go see... What, do you want to go see Jumanji 2? It's like, yeah, I'll go see it opening night. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a shit. I have no emotional expectation out you of it. Got to see it with the biggest Jumanji fans on opening night. Yeah, like, like I, I, I don't care about that. I don't care. Like, oh, you want to go see uh, the new Christopher Nolan movie, Tanae? Yeah. And it's just, uh, sure, I don't care if it's full of people and everybody's dressed up as Batman. I don't give a shit. It's just <laughs> this movie particularly, specifically, yeah, Star Wars or Avengers, it was a no. This is an emotional thing for me. Yep. Where I need to just it needs to be for me. Yeah. And I can't let anybody else in that space. And that's why <laughs> I need this. That's why again, like, we had a moment mm-hmm. when we watched Endgame, Endgame together. Yeah, we had a lot of moments. That, yeah, but that, no, the whole experience was a moment. Yeah. Full okay. of full of other moments. Yeah. But it was a moment for you and Sub-moments. I. Sub moments. Sub moments in a moment that was this big moment, which was Endgame. And Everybody experiences moments. Yes, but at a different rate. <laughs> and within these moments are sub moments. <laughs> and when you share a sub moment with a close loved one, they become a symbiotic sub moment. <laughs> yes, and we had that. And we had that with Endgame. That was a moment. That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. The that was so great. F- that was my third or fourth time watching the movie, and I was mostly just watching you watch the movie. Really? <laughs> it was so I mean, I wasn't like watching. Oh, it, okay, okay. But I was like, I was just enjoying it again, and I was like, oh man, here comes the part. I can't wait to see his reaction. And there were a few times you just like were like giggling and looking over at me, <laughs> like, "Can you believe this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, I've seen it four times." <laughs> like that's yeah like that's 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 the cool part that's yeah. the that's the magic of it imagine that with 500 other friends no because they'd all be eating and slurping and chomping and yeah. crackling and crimpling and, and moving and and, 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 moving and, and shaking and thumping and doing all this other shit and sniffling and coughing and wheezing and hacking and all this shit i'm really impressed with how many verbs you just came up with <laughs> it's because it's easy it's because it's all that bullshit it's just like no all these shut the fuck up shut the fuck up all these shut the fuck up and i just need to hear the music i if the moment so here's the thing okay uh spoiler alert for um um last jedi uh, last jedi hyperspeed suicide run oh my gosh <laughs> imagine a room full of people and in that moment when they wanted it the producers and the directors and editor they all wanted to just be this moment of silence of epicness this silent strike in in, in space and everybody just goes all you hear is <laughs> <laughs> like you hear all that 
hear, so or I can tell you exactly what happened all three times or I watched that movie. Eating? No, 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 no. Or somebody goes, oh, shit. That is exactly what happened all three times. Get fucked. Like, no, that stupid shit. No, no, no. Fuck that. That scene was. That's a risk. Let me think about That's a risk because you don't know that it will be like a safe audience. No, that scene was beautiful for me each time because it's in the middle of this huge climax. Like, three or four things are all happening at once. And then. And it goes silent. And each time someone like reaction, like involuntarily just went, oh shit. Not like, oh shit, but it was like a, oh my God. Like, See, they I don't want that. No, they were saying it while loud music was playing. And they were saying it at a volume where nobody would hear them, but the theater went silent. So, so it was just, oh shit, every time. See, I don't want that. It was so good. I wanted to be quiet. I want it to be because that scene is quiet. I don't need the ambient noise. I don't need that. Yeah, shit. no, I'm I'm fine. I don't need I, the ambient noise of it. That's I what agree I agree mean. with That's you. What I mean. Like I don't agree with you, but I totally get it. <laughs> like I'm no, just no. trying to rustle your feathers. No, 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 and and you are, but like we we accept each other's version of having to see movies. Yeah, but it's just I still stand by the most fun movie going experience I've ever had was the first Avengers movie. It was like the very first one. The first one. It really? was unlike anything else. It was also the last true midnight screening I ever went to. That was when movies did not start on Thursday. They started at twelve oh one on Friday. Question: What was everybody's reaction in the forest? In the forest? Yeah. What forest? In the the forest scene when they all kind of meet up. Oh, in Avengers. Yeah. Oh, and they all like fight. When like there Loki's were so like, many reactions. Loki's like. Yes, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> like big laughs, and then like the. Um, the scene where Thor's hammer is coming down and hits the shield, that's been a question for it, eternity. <laughs> like, right. what's stronger, Captain America's shield or Mjolnir? It's like an unstoppable force means an immovable object. They answered it in the thing, and it's like, holy shit! <laughs> that's not what I expected, but that's amazing. And then, like, the he zaps Iron Man is, like, operating at 400% power. And he's like, how about that? And then like blast some people like, <laughs> and then like there is a scene later in the movie where Iron Man shoots right into Cap's shield and he like bends it into yep. a bunch of aliens, yeah. which is a combo move that you can do in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And that, really? that thing in the movie was a reference to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. People are like, oh my God, that's the thing. <laughs> and then the best part of that movie was Puny God. When Loki yeah, is yelling at Hulk and he's just whap, 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 whap. <laughs> People are like cheering, just like scream. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. And then like standing ovation, which I always loved. Because like. At the end? Yeah. Like fucking Kevin Feige isn't here. <laughs> he doesn't know that you got a standing ovation. But it's just you got to You got to show the respect. That was a fun movie. It was so much fun. That was a fun movie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Joss Whedon. That's what I was thinking of. Joss Whedon isn't there. Kevin yeah. Feige isn't there. Um, Yeah. Because was... that's a funny scene. The Force is nothing but a funny scene. Like, yeah. Looking back on it now. I don't know if it was funny when you first saw it in the movie theaters. But um, I thought it was a really funny scene. I also... <laughs> One of my other favorite parts was... Uh... My, I went with uh, a bunch of my old coworkers from GameStop, and one of them is really religious. Like he, he's known amongst our friends for being like the religious one. And there is a line in that the movie. religious one is here. Yeah, no, there, he's amazing. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Um, but there's a line in the movie where 
Thor comes in and like takes Loki out of the plane. Oh, that's right before the forest scene. Yeah. Right before the forest scene. Yeah, and uh, they're like, well, yeah, "Who he, was that? That was uh, Thor. He's he's pretty much a no, god. no, no, not, not even that. Like they they, yeah, it's the thunder. And then like I think it's Tony. Yeah, Tony Stark. He's like, "What? You scared a little thunder?" Because I'm not very fond of what happens to come after it. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah. Thor no, comes and then in, Thor just comes... grabs him by the throat and just flies off. Yeah, and Cap was like, is he one of ours? And Blackwood is like, he's Thor. Uh, <clears throat> he's pretty much a god. Yeah. And Cap says, there's only one god, ma'am, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't dress like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> My friend went, woo! <laughs> it was so wholesome and so good. <laughs> and Oh, I, yeah, yeah. She goes, you may want to stand on this one, Cap. You're, they're basically gods yeah no he's there's like, only one god, god that i know of ma'am and i'm pretty, pretty sure he doesn't, doesn't dress like that, like that. <laughs> yeah he grabs the every time i watch that scene i think of that moment in the theater <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and then my other friend who's sitting next to me uh there's a scene where they're talking about how fast the the, the scepter like it has like a processor in it or whatever they're they're like i don't know they were doing tests on it and they're like oh my gosh it's uh recalculating at like 1.21 or not 1.21 that's back to the future but like 600 teraflops <laughs> and my friend next to me just went because <laughs> he thought that was a funny word i'm like that's a fucking word dude teraflops are teraflops a thing. is a very normal that's computing word yeah, that's a thing. But I didn't say that, obviously. But he's like, 600 teraflops. He went, and then me and him could not stop laughing for five minutes. And someone behind us got so mad. So we oh, were those people. Oh, we were that. those people. But you were in a room they full like, of super fans. They, like, kicked our seat. And I was like, I'm sorry. But you're in a room full of super fans. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Oh, it so enhances good. the experience. Yeah, no, it did. You've ruined it for that person. No, I have so many memories. Kick your chair. Also, when I saw uh, The Force Awakens, Star Wars Episode Seven, I went with <gasps> the biggest Star Wars nerd I've ever met in my life, who specifically loves, uh, like, Rogue Squadron and... Um, X-Wing pilots and stuff like that like Wedge Antilles is his favorite Star Wars character and like his username for everything is a reference to Wedge Antilles when you see Poe coming in like on the the scene where the X-Wings are on the water and their X the the wings extend and then they they just come in and wreck house S-foils go into yep. attack position yeah and then there's one scene where it yeah, follows the, him and he shoots down shot. 11 TIE fighters and just keeps going my friend stood out of his chair and was cheering like he was cheering on his son playing in the <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> he was like because he was like oh I heard their uh, Oscar Isaac plays like this new hot shot uh, TIE uh, X-Wing fighter I, I mean we'll see he's not gonna be any wedge until he's and then they showed that in the movie he was like ah! like instant new favorite character yeah he's the uh best uh, he's the best pilot yeah just watching my friend get to experience that for the first time in his life and then he like just raved about it for like 20 minutes outside of the theater we had that like outside the theater breakdown of where we talk about all our favorite parts. And he's like, oh, did you see the power of Pony? He's like, Poo! and then he shoots a guy in the ground and then he comes up and he like dodges back behind another one and takes on another one. He t shot down like 11 yeah, things. Yeah, like he, he air breaks and comes yep, back down exactly. behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then like just to build on the hype of that scene, even Finn in the movie is like, woo, that's yeah. one hell of a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yells. Yeah, yeah that's... so good. So good. But I guess am what? so excited to experience that again in two but days. But I saw Force Awakens with like You seven didn't people. see it with my friend, so with you like, had an inferior movie going. No, no it was amazing. I didn't it was seven people. 
It was <laughs> perfect. It was my Star Wars movie for yeah, me. That's fine. It was. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, I did not watch the most recent Mandalorian trailer on purpose because I was told at the episode? very end. Yes. Because yeah. uh, I was told at the very end of the episode, there's a like a, a lead in into uh, like there's a lead in or a lead out scene and nobody and i always cut people off and say whoa 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 whoa, don't tell me anything don't tell me anything because what do you mean I'm, a lead out scene what does that mean? like you know how the end of captain marvel kind of was like a lead out into endgame oh so something that leads it into uh, uh, uh episode nine yeah no okay so it's safe to just watch it yeah full and please enjoy. watch okay, it okay. it's the best episode so far okay and that's as, what I'm gonna do. as far as i know it has nothing to do with episode nine I did like the Bill Burr episode. Oh, so good! I loved his little gun, his shoulder-mounted gun. Yeah, I like. I liked it. I like how he was just Bill Burr. Yeah. Which I wasn't. Ex- I was actually kind of not happy about the fact that he was Bill Burr. You know what I mean? I thought it'd be funnier if he was, or not funnier, but I thought it'd be more neat if he was trying to play a character. But instead, they were like, "No, we want you to be a, like a snarky pirate, like yeah. a, a snarky gunslinging pirate who's good with who's good with shooting people." Yep, and he's great. Yeah, and he's just. Like talking, she's like, "Oh, you are gunging under there. Are you gunging under there? Is that why you said no? Show your face." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so good, by the way. Holy shit! Yeah, but that's like that's Bill Burr being Bill Burr, yeah, like, making I, fun of Jar Jar, essentially. That's what I mean. And it's like it's funny and it works, but at the same time, it's just I'm a big comedy fan, so yeah. like I know that's Bill Burr just kind of acting like himself. Yeah, like whoever it was wrote that episode, and they're like, you know who we need for this guy? Like this is Bill Burr right here. Yeah, yeah. And the way he talks, he's like, just shut the. F-. He didn't swear, but he would be like, "Will you just shut the fuck up?" Like, he, like you <laughs> yeah. hear it. Yeah, that he's like on the verge you can of hear his Bill Burr angriness. Yes, his exactly. crotchetiness. Yeah, exactly. And it's just oh. But he was cool. Yeah. He was very cool. There um, were so many cool things in that episode too. The uh, the Twi'lek, the chick with the two worm yeah. head yes, hair. Yes, I know. Thing. I know Twi'lek. She was uh, I forget her name, but um, Nymphadora Tonks from Harry Potter, and oh, yeah, Asha yeah, yeah. from Game of Thrones. Don't the, know Game of Thrones. Oh right, you don't know Game of Thrones. The wildling that takes care of the Stark boys. For anybody who does know Game of Thrones, with Hodor. Um, then the dude with the horns was Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, this is the voice actor for Mr. Krabs. He's huge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he is huge. And he's been in a few other things, too. The uh, the guy that gives them the job is from, like, Sons of Anarchy. He was in Batman Begins. Oh, yeah, him I know. Him <laughs> yeah. I know. Yes, yes. Um, so If we're going to do talk about that, you know the very first bounty hunter you see in the entire show? When they're talking about, like, the, like, sacks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, uh, what's his name? Oh fuck! I forget his name, but he's a big time action actor now. But he's a former UFC fighter. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, he's there huge. are a lot of cameos in it so far. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. Now, the uh, the robot in the Bill Burr episode who's manning the ship the whole time, the yeah. hero or whatever. Yeah. That's uh, Richard Ayoade, the black guy from IT Crowd. British, really? British guy? Yeah. Oh shit! Which I thought it was Taika Waititi for a bit. So I had to look it up because I'm like, he already played IG-11. Did they really give him another character? Yeah, no. And I was like, oh, nope, it's him. That's why I recognize his voice. I just got it wrong who it was. That's really, it was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. I mean, I, I here's the thing. I like this I, this new take. They kind of did it with C-3PO in the original. Yeah. Um, And R2 kind of has always been like this, but they give them attitudes. Yep. Like the one from uh, Rogue One. Uh, K2SO. <laughs> K2SO. So good. Was the perfect level of, I'm a rebranded like I'm a reprogrammed Imperial, Imperial droid. Yeah. It's just 
We are we are here to rescue you. Please do not resist. <laughs> Congratulations, you are being rescued yeah. after he knocks her out. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, but the the chances of her, uh, or would you like to know the chances that she uses that weapon against you? No, they're very high. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's... Oh man! And then they like, like they broke your heart with him at the end. Like oh, he yeah. sacrifices himself. Like oh, okay, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Star Wars. Fucking. Oh my god. But I, I do really like what they're doing in the droids. If you like that, watch the next episode. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. Um, I do like how this is the episode, and this is something my my friend at work, my coworker, said. He he was like, "What's up with this fucking plot? All we see him is just doing shit. What's up with the plot?" And he yeah. was like, "This episode, the one, the the the, the one with Bill Burr. Yeah. This was the episode where you saw a plot happen." You saw something change. Eh. And here's the thing I do like. They've done little nuggets of this, and maybe from a deep fan perspective, that's why I appreciate them. They put everything into a, in, in, into perspective, right? So, for example, the ATST was always seen as like a light infantry whatever unit. Yeah. And then you have an episode with a former Republic shock trooper and one of the top bounty hunters in like that area of the galaxy. Yep. And they're both like, there's a single ATSD. You're fucked. Run for your We're lives. We're leaving. We're done. Like, there's <laughs> nothing we can do. Like, it, sh- it really puts into perspective, like, just how powerful that one thing is. Yeah. And we saw the same thing with X-Wings. It was, it's like, oh, no, the Republic Strike Force is on X-Wings. It's yeah. three X-Wings. Yeah. It's like, are those X-Wings? They're like, super cool. They, like, fucking yeah. nuked yeah. that thing. And base. then the whole time, it's just, like, the comms are just like, oh, I think they're releasing a gunship. Oh, okay. All right. Let's uh, pew pew. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take care of it. Yep. <laughs> just, they just destroy the whole station. Like, it goes to show the power of just three X-Wings. Of just yep. Because we're so used to seeing uh, the Republic versus the Empire. We're so used to seeing, like, these top dogs fight. Yeah. Even though the Republic is really like you know this guerrilla faction, right? Yeah, exactly. But like you, you kind of see the the full perspective of power that you're dealing with in the galaxy, mm-hmm. and it kind of shows you the power band, yeah, which I thought was really cool. But also, I like the fact that it showed the the growth of Mando um, when, for example, they find the the Republic guard mm-hmm. on the ship, and he he doesn't want to kill him, and he puts this his gun away. He's like, hey, hey, see, yeah. it's all right, like. And then Bill. What Burr's are you like, doing, Mando? Yeah, and Bill Burr's like, shut the fuck up, Egghead. Like, <laughs> I love the nickname Egghead. Oh, that makes so much sense that they would call the Republic guys Egghead. Well, uh, his helmet so and yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Just like, but it just, made so much sense. But again, that's a Bill Burr thing. Like, yeah. What are you, a fucking Egghead? Like, that's a so Bill Burr. So no take off your helmet. <laughs> um, those X-wing pilots were all directors of episodes of The Mandalorian. Really? Yeah, that was such a cool thing. I noticed one of them. I forget which one, but I'm like, oh, he's the director. Because I looked up all the directors when they announced, like, Bryce Dallas Howard directed one, Taika Waititi directed one, Dave Filoni got a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good episode. Uh, so the where's the plot question, I completely agree with that. It feels like I love it, but it's so episodic that, like, I'm not, like, I had a conversation with my friend right before I came here. I'm like, I'm not drawn into it like i was with like breaking bad game of thrones stuff like that like yeah. i don't need to know what happens next i'm just gonna tune in because it's always a fun episode it's just star wars fun yeah it's just a short little fun star wars story each time this episode that came out yesterday is the second to last episode that's all the plot <laughs> like yeah. oh, okay this is what's gonna happen and then there's gonna be finale we're cool oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. uh taika waititi directs the last episode so i'm very excited to see what happens next week 
They have some names on this, huh? They really do. Dude, holy shit. Yeah. Dude, Lucasfilm, or Disney, flexing fucking money, huh? Oh, yeah. Flexing that wallet. Yep. It's great. Daddy's going to pay. <laughs> Daddy Iger going to pay for you. <laughs> Daddy got money. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch uh, the episode of Mando. I think I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Um, yeah. It does not have anything as far as I can tell to do with. Well, I'm, I'll actually, I'll have two episodes to watch if I wait till tomorrow. Nope. No, the, the, this, this episode was supposed to release on Friday. They just released it two days early. On Wednesday. Yeah. And then I think the finale is going to be next, next week, a oh, week okay. from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. End I off the year. Think. Since end off 2019 with an yeah. episode that everybody Bye. can talk about <laughs> into the new year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is about Star Wars. I actually went on a rant with somebody today, like somebody I was helping. Mm. And it's funny because she told me she's watching all the Star Wars movies again on Disney Plus. Yep. And she was like, I'm going to pay attention to Palpatine like you told me to. Because I, I was talking to her about it and she was like, I've never been a Star Wars fan. I never really got it, but I, my kids want to watch it. So I'm rewatching all of them and I'm actually liking them now. Yeah. And I was like, the prequels, one, two, three, yeah. are going to suck. But. That's because they're made for kids. So they won't suck if A, you realize they're made for kids, and B, as an adult, you pay attention to the politics. Yeah. She was like, what do you mean? And I told her, I was like, Senator Palpatine is a politician from Naboo. Yep. She was like, yeah, but he becomes the big bad emperor. I'm like, this is his story of how. And once you see how, it's genius. Yeah, and it really is. awesome. That part is really well done. It's Yeah, and she was like, really? And I was like, trust me, if you... You can try to ignore the cutesy shit that's going to be for the kids. And try just, to ignore Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, just focus. Just Jar Jar is very entertaining though. But just focus <laughs> on the focus on like the fact when you see him as a, a Sith Lord and as a Senator, you pay attention to what he's doing on both sides, and you see how he's playing this master puppet show for him to naturally become the Emperor. Yeah, and it's 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 a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a masterpiece of manipulation. And she was like, I'm excited. It's happening this weekend. And I was like, oh, you enjoy it. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's, um, dude, it's it's a crazy story. His story is one of the coolest stories, I think, in the entire uh, Star Wars universe. It is cool. And there's, um, there's like, so much that is still mysterious about it. About him? Well, yeah, like, how, who, how did he get into the, the whole Sith? There's uh, a Star Wars wiki that goes into how he was found by Darth uh, Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. Yeah. And Darth Plagueis found him as a guy with with a as a young boy with huge potential into the oh, dark. Oh yeah, side. that's right. He was. So he secretly takes boy. him on as an apprentice while leaving him with his rich family. Yeah, that's and, what it was. Yeah, but yeah, his yeah. father's a horrible person, and then he ends up killing his father. And yeah. then he ends up Plagueis, Plagueis starts taking him on full time, and then he gets full time, and then Plagueis uses him to get into the Senate, and then he kills Plagueis. Yep. And then he's like, there can only be two. And then he yeah, kills the, Plagueis. He's like, now it's only one. I am the one. And then it moves into what we see. And then he says, I need an, I need a new, I need an apprentice yeah. to continue the tradition of the power of two. Yep. Um, and he finds Anakin. Yeah. Oh, man. I honestly like, so I, I rewatched him recently too. Like uh, the week Disney Plus came out. <laughs> I had like a four day weekend. Yeah, I was like, you're... fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, baby. I did four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, Rogue One, and then uh, a few episodes of The Clone Wars. Eight oh. was on Netflix. I got to watch eight. Probably going to watch eight tomorrow with my dad because we're going to nine on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so I recently rewatched seven, so I'm good on that. Um, and the, the prequels, episode three is a good movie. 
Like I'm it is. I'm willing to say that at this point. Like it's good. That one's good. It's an intense movie. There's bad parts, uh, but it's a good movie. It's intense. The story makes sense. It's heartbreaking. The action is fantastic. General Grievous didn't need to be there, but the action with him was right. cool. It's the only time where Anakin's horrible acting makes sense. Yeah. It actually isn't horrible acting. It actually he his like weird desperation to always be pleasing. Like he's like all, at all times like it actually makes sense in that one because it's almost like his his overwhelming emotion is just taking over yeah. which i think george lucas was like you need to be at the bubbling surface of emotion at all times and it's like okay he really doesn't when he's like going into a bar with with obi-wan he doesn't need to be like yes master yeah i'm sorry master like he doesn't need to. You don't need that. Like you really don't. Oh man! But that scene stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I never remembered that scene. But it makes sense in the third movie. It makes sense in episode three. Yeah. So that's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, yep. and he like, and he's like, like kind of angry but demanding to Padme about everything, and it's because he's just like, oh, what I'm doing is right. What I'm doing is why can't you see this? Yeah, it's like, gonna save us. It's gonna save you. Trust me, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. It's like, it's it's well done. His, yes, his manic emotion is is accurate. Yeah. It's too bad that he had to do it for the like the first three episodes. <laughs> well, the first episode doesn't count. He's like six. Yeah. But like episode two, Mokatuka Jawa. <laughs> I was wondering if I could still get you with that. <laughs> And then episode two is just god awful. Oh my god. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> Cut to commercial. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah. In his defense. He was like 10, not even. He was like, like eight years old. Hey, very American kid, <laughs> read this alien language and try to do it convincingly. Here's the weird thing. Here's the weirdest thing to me. And I know they had no choice. I hope, I, I know they had no choice. How old is Padme in that? Uh, she was supposed to be like 15 or something. Okay. Well, she looks 18. and she's... She looks and was like 27 or whatever when no not 27 the, the actress the natalie portman was not 27 during uh, episode one let's see let's see let's she was see. not 27 continue she was, she was okay the age discrepancy for that romantic relationship to start yeah is like a little too weird yeah are you an angel what <laughs> Yeah, like, it was like a teenager, adult, but that's with like, a child. Yeah, that's like an eighteen-year-old being hit on by a twelve-year-old and like reciprocating that relationship. Yeah, which hey, man, free love, you know, peace, love, unity, respect, whatever. But I am gonna say that I think the acting part of it just was too weird. You had this child, this little kid, like. A child. Don't get me wrong. If you're 16 and 18, I still think you're a child. Yeah. But like that discrepancy was so different. Yeah. 
on top of the fact that you have Natalie Portman's acting abilities yeah. against this like random kid's acting abilities, yeah. which is the difference between me playing hockey and an NHL player. Yeah. It's just this giant discrepancy that's so obvious. It's, you can't compare. You can't put them in the same realm. Yeah. But somehow it's like okay, Natalie Portman, you're very talented, extremely talented. We need you to like act a romantic interest with the 10 year old kid over there it's like that's what it was <laughs> yeah it was like she was 18 yeah i told you she wasn't when that they old made the movie yeah she was 18 is, i did not know that and he was like 12 yeah or, or younger <laughs> or younger which is fucking weird yeah that's a fucking weird dynamic when you have like because i understand if you want to say anakin like idolized her as being this like beautiful thing because yep. he doesn't see humans because he's on a fucking alien planet yeah but at the same time she was supposed to be 14. That would make more sense. Up. But she didn't talk or sound like she was 14. Yeah. I literally, up until I just looked it up, thought she was supposed to be like an adult. No, no. no. I, I knew she was supposed to be young, but I I didn't know she was supposed to be 14. That's yeah. really young. But she didn't look 14. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, she didn't sound 14. She sounded like Natalie Portman at 18. Yeah, and she was a queen. Yes, because, right. So she's a, a very you know well-spoken queen. They didn't do anything to portray her as a 14-year-old. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. And when you have Natalie Portman who can act her ass off doing that, yep. it's too believable. It's like, <laughs> Natalie, you're too believable as a queen. We need you to be more like a kid. Yeah, exactly. But she wasn't told that. She was told by George Lucas, you're a royal, you're a royal queen. Yeah, so uh, what you're going to want to do is put on this, uh, this white face, but put like uh, put lipstick, but just in like a Hitler stash pattern down your lip. And but that's what it was. It was yeah. just you, we needed to act like a queen. Your yeah. royalty. You think about like being raised in this high class, like high class in the society, and you are uh, very proper. Yes. And Natalie Portman just went, yeah, sure, I could do that. And then she fucking nailed it. And it was like, yo, you're too believable as being a queen. Yeah. You got to be fourteen. Like, spill something and be like, oh my god, like just freak out, just be a kid. But she's never that. She's spill something like, you know, a kid. Yeah, just be a fucking kid, but she wasn't. Yeah. She was like a the most she seemed like not the most she seemed out of it was when she's she when they don't know that she's actually the queen. Yeah. And she's like the queen would not approve of this. But even then, a 14-year-old saying that? Like, yeah. go, go, go fuck yourself. A 14-year-old would not say that. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. This is Here's a fun trivia question. Ooh, ask, Episode ask, 3, Revenge yes. of the Sith. Yes. From the opening scene of that movie, where the, I'll tell it to you, it's when they're flying through the space battle, Obi-Wan yep. and Anakin. And then they to, land, and they face the droids, they get to the command center, they get to the bridge, and then yep, he exactly. escapes, and they close yes. the door. Yep. yep. To the end, when the, they put on the Darth Vader suit, and he says, where's Padme? Is she all right? Is she safe? How much time passes? Uh, two hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. In, in, in universe. Oh, in universe. Yeah. How long? Oh. Um, how, over what period of time does that story get told? Episode three. Episode three. Um, hang on. I'm playing it through my head. Hang on. Hang You're on, playing it through your head. They, they have the space battle. They land on the bridge. They fight Dooku. Uh, Obi-Wan gets knocked out. He kills Dooku, blah, blah, blah. Kill, yeah, yeah. Lands, and uh, at least we're landing half a ship, and blah, blah, blah. And then they have some Senate meetings, and then Padme comes, and I've missed you. I'm pregnant. Oh, my gosh, I'm so scared. And then they go to the opera with Palpatine. Did I ever tell you the story of Darth Plagueis? I thought not. It's the blah, blah. And then uh, 
he tells him, oh, you're a Sith? What? That's your naughty, naughty boy. And then Mace Windu comes and he arrests him and kills him. And then he, uh, you're Darth Vader. And then to kill the younglings. And then Obi-Wan goes and fights General Grievous. I forgot why, really. And then <laughs> the execute order 66 and blah, blah. And then they meet up on Mustafar. And I'm probably missing a few things here and there. I was just oh, say, you're missing a few things here. He fights Yoda. And then he, he takes Yoda. over as Chancellor, Supreme Chancellor or whatever. And... No, before before he gets... Before Mace Windu confronts him, there's a good amount that goes down. I, I thought. What. Yeah, because... There's the whole, we grant you the seat on this council, but not the rank of Jedi Master. Yeah, they just do some things to piss him off. And then they do... Um, he has to find out that... Padme will die during birth. Yeah, he has those nightmares and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then there's the... There's, like... I thought there was some political stuff about how he gains full control of the Senate. Yeah, and I think that's after the arrest. That's right, when he, he gets uses the as standing an by the Jedi. And Padme the Je- says, so this is how democracy dies, with thunderous applause, which yeah. is dope line. That is um, line. Uh, how And then... They meet up on Mustafar, and Anakin kills the whole Separatists, and then Obi-Wan comes up, and they fight, and then and I have the high ground, blah, 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 burn, and then Padme gives birth, and uh, Anakin gets taken, helmet, uh, Padme funeral, and then the, you see the Death Star at the end. How much time passes? Do I think, or is it trying to portray? Uh, either or. Uh, I think that time frame is a few weeks. Yeah. The apparently the guy, the new guy who's in charge of Star Wars canon, says ten days. Ten days. Ten days. I'm pregnant. I'm having birth in ten yep. days. <laughs> yep. That's the number one thing that everyone's like, um, <laughs> how pregnant was she? Yeah, like how how pregnant long? was so she? So there. To be fair, it is like, oh my god, where have you been, bro? You're pregnant, like. It's they haven't seen each other for a long time, so she could have oh, yeah, been because he was at war, pregnant. and yeah. that was the whole thing with the Clone Wars show. Yeah, exactly. It's He's, all just what Obi Wan and him and have been doing out out in the war. Exactly between episode two and three. Yeah, so we don't really know how long it's been since they've seen each other, but a while probably. So, and she's also she can't just flaunt that she's pregnant, so she's probably been like dressing a certain way to like hide it and stuff like that. So like it may, I could see it. Besides the pregnancy, I'm like yeah, ten days. It seems a little fast, but why not? Seems a little fast for things to devolve. Yeah, but <laughs> the fall of the galaxy, the fall of the Galactic Empire. Yeah, or uh, the Galactic Republic. Yeah, Galactic Republic. Yep. Mandalorian takes place after six before seven. Correct. Uh, yes. Right. Uh, like a f- few years after six, probably like, or maybe like a year after six. I think because there's still the X Empire, uh, like the client. Had they still the have Imperial credits. Yeah, still but like, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he was like, "Oh, I, I don't want to take imperial credits. I know that they're on their way down." And it's like, I, I, I think they placed it at about a year. But like the time span that the show takes place, I think is quite a while. Like it's a few months that we've already seen. Like between episode one and the Bill Burr episode, I think it's been a few months. I've been taking it just like day to day. Nope. I think he stays in the ATST oh, planet to fix for like his- weeks. Yeah, and he has to fix his uh, he has to fix his his ship. Yeah, and Tatooine. He's yeah, probably there sh- for a bit. Was it? That wasn't Tatooine. That was Tatooine. That wasn't Tatooine. The one with the with the blurg. The blurg. Not the blurg. <laughs> the that was the blurg. That was on Navarro. Oh yeah, yeah, no, the one with the Jawas wasn't Tatooine. Nope, that was Navarro. Yeah. Um. The 
the one before oh, the one you just watched right. yeah, where yeah, yeah, he yeah, meets yeah, up yeah, with yeah, the yeah. kid with, bounty hunter yeah and, with the little with the little droids yeah the pit yeah, droids the pit dro- oh yeah the pit droids that's why they were familiar the pit droids from episode one yes yeah those like could have been Anakin's droids <sighs> yeah that was Tatooine um, yeah I, like I, it's been a while because there was one throwaway line in the ATST episode is like I've already been here for three weeks or whatever I need to get going oh yeah 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 um yeah it's cool it's very cool it's a shame that it didn't come out like a couple months earlier so like toy companies can get on that baby yoda shit because <laughs> christmas right now imagine if there were baby yoda toys that's all do you think they want. knew the impact that that thing would have i think they had to you think so <sighs> they- i think disney has a plan for it because they specifically did not tell anybody that baby yoda was in this and that's like what the show is well, about well i think that's kind of why well i think they didn't do that because that would just sell the show yeah i was just like oh there's baby but like to take also, over that's a huge spoiler from episode one yeah but to take over the memes and to take over like oh, the no. internet the way it has you as... can't predict that no i don't think they predicted it but i think they knew that baby yoda is going to be like the cute thing that everybody would want but it's like so adorable <laughs> They uh the only company I know of that has like actual merchandise toys is Funko Pop. They have a Baby Yoda already. Yeah, which one of my friends made a good point. Baby Yoda is basically a Funko Pop already. <laughs> like <laughs> same dimensions. He has like that weird square head with the huge eyes. Yeah. Like that's just a one to one. They're like, oh shit, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just remake our Yoda one, but put put brown cloth around it. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah, yeah, you're, you know what? That's right. They only hit it because it was a story. It was a plot driver. Huge, yeah. Exactly. And they didn't realize like, that whole oh, this... first episode would have been boring as hell if we knew yeah. it was Yoda at the end of it. But if, but like, it turned into like, I'm surprised nobody in the boardroom said this thing's really cute. Do you think it would like take over internet culture or memes or want to? Would people would be clamoring for it to be on shirts and have plushies of it? It's like, yeah, no, it's a puppet. It's a little puppet. No. They knew. You think so? Everything in Star-, Star Wars is a franchise that's meant to sell toys. Yeah, but a baby Yoda? Uh, yeah, dude. 100%. Okay. They, uh... Well, nope. I can't tell you about that. I gotta see it. You gotta see what? Whatever you were gonna say, but can't say. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the next episode. You will see whatever I'm about to talk about. <laughs> but, um... Uh, speaking of Star Wars and what it's meant to sell... Uh, my uh, coworker and good friend today made a very serious proposition. He goes, hey, you and me, next September, Disney World, Star Wars World, we're going. And I was like, shit, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> um, but, like, that sounds dope. It would, does? To go to Star Wars World for, like, five days, just splurge on, give me the fastest, fast pass. I'm bringing $500 cash. Give me that custom metal lightsaber. Give me the blah, blah, blah. Give me the... How much are custom metal lightsabers? 250 bucks. <laughs> like, it's like a movie prop quality lightsaber. That you, only 250 I think so, yeah. That's like not You choose the hilt. You choose the guard. You choose the crystal that goes in it. And the color crystal that you choose actually determines the blade color that comes out. Yeah. That's yeah. actually really fucking cool. It's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like a whole like two hour experience. You have to reserve a time frame to be like, you have to go to the lightsaber building shop and you have to learn the Jedi way of building a lightsaber. And you have to know what each part stands for. And like, this part is more powerful, but this part can be more focused and this is more defense. And like it, you've, 
I have heard so many good things about the uh, Galaxy's Edge, which is the name of the the Star Wars park. Like they are, they cranked up the immersion to like a hundred ten percent. It is so cool. I oh my god, I would just be gleaming for like four whole I think, days. I, I think wouldn't it's be able because to handle it. They know that they can compete against the Harry Potter world. Yeah, which experience, is like down the street. <laughs> which is down the street because they have that. Yeah, and they have the money and the legal ability to do so. Yep. And it's like, yeah, we could do that. It's so cool. Like that, he was telling me about. There's like video walkthroughs of some of the rides, like the Millennium Falcon ride. You like go into the Rebel hangar and you see a full scale Millennium Falcon, and you walk up the like the stairs, and you have that moment that Han and Chewie had, where you're like, Chewie, we're home, and like you're walking through the hallways of the Millennium Falcon, and you see the hollow chessboard, and then you go into the cockpit, and that's where there's like eight chairs. It's like a bigger version of the cockpit. But you're in what your brain is telling you is the Millennium Falcon, but it's like a the TV screen on the windows instead of actual windows. But like just that room of the cockpit, like they close you in and that room is like one of those shaky yeah, it's rooms. A ride, yeah. And you actually have to like steer and it you walked into the Millennium Falcon yeah. and then the TVs are on and you think you're still in the Millennium Falcon that's moving around. I was around. told that somebody has to control the hyperdrive. Yep. So somebody has to like someone has to do it and you like you literally punch it and go like yeah. hyperdrive. Yeah. And then someone has to steer during the non-hyperdrive parts and then someone has to fire and it's like that stupid like <laughs> pong graphics looking firing thing. And then there's a new one that they just did where you're like it there's this whole pre-show where like the whole line experience is like 30 well, I was minutes. Well, just say how long is the wait for that fucking Well, thing? I mean the wait wait is like you're just standing in line for 2 hours. Unless you have the fast pass, then you're standing in line for 45 minutes or something. But that's fucking insane. But then as you... Oh, yeah. As you, like, go through, it's like a 20-minute experience of, like, you're talking to actors who are, like, rebels. And they're like, come on, you gotta hurry, and blah, blah, blah. There's one where you're on an Imperial Star Destroyer, uh, and you're, like, being held prisoner. Like, there's stormtroopers, like, escorting you around. Like, keep moving. And they, like, put you into these cells, and it's, like empire cells like with the walls and the weird white lights and the and like it's so clean and sterile and it feels like the empire and then you're like you're locked up and you hear like a like a radio transmission from the rebels and like the sparks happen on the wall and they're like cutting you out with like some laser and then like the door falls open and then there's actors who are like come on hurry 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 and like you go through and you have to like crouch through this hole that they just cut out for you and they put you on these rides and you're like flying out of the imperial star destroyer in these like escape pods and then there's like there is a two-scale ATST that's like walking around, and you have to like ride under it. Like, holy shit! Well, here's the thing: what that is this be, world we live in? But that would be cool with no nobody else. Yeah, exactly. With no screaming kids and like yelling parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Popcorn. It'd be better without oh, that. Oh shit! But yeah, that would be yeah. Um. So that's why he's looking at like. There's like. The last two weeks of September during the weekdays, completely dead because all the kids are back at school. Yes. No one's going to take a vacation that early into the school year. And at yes. that point, everybody's back at school. And That's it's smart. like, it's cool. So it's not super hot. Like That's in August. smart. Oh, yeah. your and friend like, is smart. There's like, there's websites that say like, this is the best time to go to Disney. It's actually a little bit better to go to Universal during this time and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like Disney does specials this time. So it's a little bit more crowded, but then like the weather's not so good at this time. So even though it's really dead, it's like a thousand degrees. So go like, and it was, we were looking at like the end of May 
is like when school is starting to end. So nobody's going to take their kids out of school a week before it ends. Everybody's taking finals. Spring bake just ended. So like there's no college kids there and the weather's still not terrible. So like end of May, end of September, those are the times. Fast pass is like 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then like the first two weeks of December before all the holiday breaks, like there's, there's times that, that are good to go. And like, we're like talking about it. I was just talking to uh, uh to LJ, mm-hmm. um, who was on for the the wing episode. Uh, he was asking me about Ireland. Yeah, and I was telling him I was like, dude, I'm gonna be honest. If you go in the fall or the spring, yeah, it is too cold for the tourist season. <laughs> and when you go, there is zero lines. Because mm-hmm. when I went, just like in the fall, yeah. um, dude, I went everywhere I went. Zero weight, zero issues with parking. Felt like zero you lived congestion. There. Yes, yeah. it felt like I lived there. We went to Cliff some more. Literally nobody there. Uh, like I just walked up and we were like, "So where do we?" There was nobody, not enough people there walking around for us to know an idea of where to go. <laughs> so we just walked. So up. there's not like a crowd that you can follow. Yep, there was none of that. Yeah. There was nobody directing anything. It just we pulled up. We were like, "Where do we park?" Yeah, because like, there's oh, no you cluster. Just, you drove there yourself. Yeah. Oh, there's cool. no cluster of cars and like buses or anything. Oh, wow, it was like that's so crazy. Uh, I think that sign says parking. Yeah. It's like I think it's over there. We get out. We're walking over. We're just like, do we go through this tunnel? Like, do we go in there first? It's like, I think so. There's no signs. Like, so I know that tunnel. Yeah, and it was it was that empty. And we're yeah. like, uh, I guess we go through like this little museum, and it yeah. was really cool. It's yep. like, oh, I had no idea. Um, what were the birds? What are those? What are those fucking birds? Oh, we're like the beak. Uh, puffins. Puffins. Yeah. yeah. I was like, puffins. Puffins are Irish. <laughs> yeah. like, I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. Puffins. Maybe we'll see puffins. It was that's cool crazy. Puffins. We went there and it was like 20. We were one of 20 tour buses. Oh, dude. Our pictures. It was like, uh, what kind of picture do you want? It's like, uh, let's let's just go here and get this. Yeah, we could just. Nobody there. Also, I have to show you my picture from the Cliffs of Moore. It's just, it's me taking a selfie with the, like, I'm like at the, ne- not near the edge of the cliff, but like 15 feet away from the edge of the cliff. It's just gray. <laughs> it's completely missed. Oh, by the way, yeah, there was no worries with weather. It was uh, sunny and clear. Fuck you. Dude, <laughs> it was beautiful. And yeah, I and I was like, we were walking. It was so empty. We were just doing laps. We yeah. were like, let's just do, let's go over there. Let's get some steps in. There's a walkway over there. We just go walk over. Yeah, like, there, okay, was cool. a, there was a, you could walk for quite a while. Yeah. And it was just, it was so empty that it was just, wow, this is relaxing. Yeah. This is really awesome. nice. And, and I told him, I said, dude, if you go then, no congestion anywhere. The airport is just normal, average, busy, not touristy, busy, crazy, cramped. Yep. I was like, the there's no rush for buses. The streets are fine. Like, yeah, we went. I just remembered the week of Thanksgiving, like three years uh, ago. So, I, like, it's not like Thanksgiving isn't big in Ireland, obviously, but like, no, it was everybody had, the but week everybody off, had time so, off. Yeah, that's why it was pretty busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it wasn't hot, so we just all we wore were like hoodies and we were fine. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. So it was good. Nice. Very nice. So I'm excited for you. Except for what? Uh, Being single. Uh, that yeah, you get to build a lightsaber. Oh yeah, eventually. <laughs> One of the many perks of being single. Yeah, building a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, stabbing some. Guts. Also, hey, also, she would never would have wanted to go to Disney ever. Well, she wouldn't have to go. You could just go with your friend. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. You excited for th- uh Christmas? I'm excited for the time with family for Christmas. Yeah. Because I'm not being cheesy, but it's just, it's going to be nice to be like, I'm just spending time with the family. Yeah. We're just, I'm having coffee. I'm having a bagel. 
Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm walking the dog. Yeah, We're yeah, just, yeah. There's Christmas music Chill. playing. There's people coming over. We're gonna have fucking ribs. Yeah, like ribs. We're gonna have a uh, prime, uh, prime, uh, a rib roast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's the that's the cut of meat. We're having prime rib. Sorry, the cut is a rib roast. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's because I was trying to isolate which cut I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and I was like, it's a rib roast. Don't forget it's a rib roast. Because if you go and you get like a top round, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Or so, so anyways. Um, but yeah, prime rib. It's like, oh, we're going to have prime rib. And then this person's bringing vegetables. And this person's going to bring some, uh, some, ooh, some, uh, like brie that's like baked in dough, baked brie. Mm. And like dough. And you, oh, you put some dried cranberries in it and you just scoop that up. Oh, that's going to be great. And like, oh, that person's doing wings. It's going to be a nice little appetizer. And it's just going to be a good time with food. <laughs> it's just going to be nice. And I'm excited for that. I am excited for gifts. Yeah. I won't lie. Gifts are always fun, right? But are we I doing gifts? Do I, I don't know. This is the first time this has come up as a, yep. as a thing. Are we doing gifts now? Uh, we don't have to. Uh, That'd be fun, do though. Do you want to? Open each other's gifts on the episode? We could. Yeah. What if I just get you like a screwdriver? Dope. Dope. I'll take it. I want to know what to get. So here's the thing. I am huge with, I just had the discussion with one of my best friends that I work out with. Uh, I was like, cause I always bought him and his wife gifts, mm-hmm. but like cheap $15, $10 gifts. Yeah. So I bought her like a little wine aerator that you can like aerate the wine as you pour. Yeah. yeah. I bought him like a, like boxing gloves or something. Or I bought her like, uh, like a special wine opener. So you don't have to shred the cork. It's so if a cork is too dry and falls apart, you can wedge a cork out regardless. Nice. Like little like shit. Cool that I, cause little I, tools. Cause I know she likes her white wine in the summer. And I, I know he, he has fun with the boxing stuff that we do. Like the kickboxing stuff we do. So I got him some just like, Oh, I got you hand wraps. Oh, isn't that cool? Um, but we do light things and I always like to set limits, but I always like to get something that I think is practical. Like uh, the gifts I bought for my girlfriend's family mm-hmm. have always been practical. It's like, I bought steel skewers for the dad who likes to do kebabs. I bought like a everyday carry, like tiny one inch uh, knife. So he, like the brother can always open stuff up or I bought like a a rice cooker for like 20 bucks. And that rice cooker can be used for like auto timing dinners and stuff. I like doing really practical things, Yeah, but it's hard when I don't know like a practical thing to get somebody like me, like you. (laughs) Cause I, cause a, there's not a practical thing I do in my life. (laughs) <laughs> it's just well you seem like the kind of person who has the things that you would already want yeah for the most part and practical i don't know what you would do that i could get you that'd be practical mm. you're not a heavy drinker uh you don't really cook heavy besides nope. pizza mm. uh you don't do any kind of mechanical work nope uh you're not big into the gym you don't play sports not yet not yet oh there, you- there's something give me gym give me gym <laughs> get you gym yeah get me like, gym I, I can get you gym get me gym thing i can get you get you i, gym I thing. have something in mind for you actually already already it's not practical at all see that's the thing i'm i'm like i'm i get a toy <laughs> most people don't get me practical things i think yeah. it's because they don't want to compete with the practical oh it's impossible bar that i have yeah. set where <laughs> i've heard about this one time you bought a knife <laughs> and it took you like a week and you filled out a contract with the person who was telling you about this knife <laughs> i it's just i i have this i i want it to be of use to you yeah do you know what i mean yeah um you know i, I think i could probably find yeah. something i could probably find does it have to be gym based like fitness based it does not at all you, you can want... get me literally a 
pile of trash and I'd be like, oh, thanks for this trash, man. Do you want uh, do you want fitness stuff? Yeah, sure. I got, I mean, it's, it's time. I'm single. Gotta back, get a, get back out there. On the bright side, that's all diet and you can lose that in a month. Yeah. Let me just lose this 80 pounds real quick. Okay. You can't lose 80. <laughs> uh, you could probably lose 20. Yeah. I probably could. In a month. Talk Damn, to that would be dope. Scamming did it. Yeah, I know. I think he lost more than that. He lost 40 in a month, I think. Whew, that's unhealthy. <laughs> hey, he, he, I lost he felt a good. lot. I probably lost back when I lost my 60 uh, that I still rant and rave about, even though I have since then gained 80 to 90. <laughs> when I lost my 60, I was, uh, it was in like two and a half months. So it was it's like all diet, 20 man. to 30 pounds a month. It's all diet. Crazy. It's all diet. Yeah. But I didn't diet. do it sustainably. That's the thing that my lifestyle like, changed, and I just got fat again immediately. Yeah, not to go off the deep end on it, because like we could go off the deep end on it. Yeah, but, we got to wrap up. Yeah, but the easiest thing for people is if you want to lose weight, it's literally all in your diet. Because it doesn't matter if you CrossFit twice a day, seven days a week for six months. Yeah. If you still eat like shit, well, actually, no. If you CrossFit seven days a week, twice a day, <laughs> twice a day, you're probably be in the hospital. But uh. <laughs> Long story short, you are what you eat, and if you eat shit food, odds are, unless you're severely compensating for it with fitness, mm. uh, it's going straight into nowhere. It's going into you. And f- the bigger thing than fitness that I would always say is diet, and diet can change your life. Um, but that's why it's so hard. It's not because the workout is hard. Anybody can suffer for 30 to 45 minutes for two hours a day. Anybody can suffer and sweat and be miserable and uncomfortable because that's a shorter period of time mm. than eating right seven days a week mm-hmm. or six days a week. And that's the problem. And yeah. that's why there's so many fads in fitness because everybody thinks that it's a magical program you can be on. The magic is, is eating right. Yeah. But if you eat right, you could, you could, do, a, you could do a shortcut in a month. You yeah. can do a 10, 20 pound cut in a month off of a diet change. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that next week for our Kwanzaa episode. Yes, Kwanzaa. Yeah, boxing next, day episode. Next Thursday. Yeah, Boxing Day. <laughs> next Thursday is Boxing Day, day yes. after Christmas. So in this case, I uh, let's let's end it with a send off to I'll, I'll say this, um, bless Star Wars mm. and JJ Abrams yes. for saving us yes. from the mess that uh, Ryan Johnson did. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, next week we're totally, it's going to be our Star Wars spoiler cast. Oh yes, it is. We're going to have some things to say. And a happy holidays to everybody who's been listening. We appreciate your listens and your time. We hope, yes. you, we hope you're entertained. That's the Very much. It's our, it's your Christmas gift to us <laughs> that you give at least a little bit of a shit to download the episode. <laughs> yes, to listen. I mean, we do this to entertain each other, but. Yeah. Oh, and then I think the week after our Boxing Day episode. Hopefully we got some... We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Another episode We might have coming. a gift. We might have a gift. <laughs> we might have a gift for you. We might have a gift for you. We'll see. We'll I really see. hope so. Yes. We, we should get on that. Do you want to say happy holidays and all that stuff? Or are you good? Yeah. Happy holidays and all that stuff. <laughs> hey! Okay. <laughs> Bye. Later. So you looking to deal some damage? Yeah. Got to put it in front of you. Oh, the mic? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Hello. I'm ready to deal some damage. Punching guts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have so many fun terms I could use.
<laughs> if your Overwatch terms are any indication. Dude, I used to work in a kitchen. <laughs> All right, <what>? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Testing. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs>